Before this episode, I have taken possession of the podcast's position of power. We have swerved off the stardust-laden hyperspace lanes to settle into the damp and shadowed valleys of western Pennsylvania. My name is Leslie, and I will be your ghostmaster for this haunting of the Hydean Way. We return to Pittsburgh. We're at Point Park, which is settled, as you might imagine, on the point between the three rivers. As Beltane crosses the low wall, like just steps in, you slip a little bit on some loose change in there because it's a fountain, that's what people do. But you look up and you also see it moving. And since we have a total of four successes, I'm going to say you guys realize that this is a purpose-made device that would otherwise be considered a sort of orrery. Don't ask me how to spell it, because I'll just put too many R's in it. Um, It's O-R-R-E-R-Y. Okay, so I wouldn't have put too many R's in it. Okay, I feel better about myself. But as Beltane gets closer, more of the pieces start moving, and the little lens that he has is being pulled harder. I'm thinking if no one's following, because it's supposed to be a reader lens, right? Yeah, she referred to it as a reader lens. I'm thinking try and look through it. Makes sense. Okay. As it's yarding on my arm, lift it up and try and look through it while still following. So you hold it up to one eye and it's reversed. Kind of like when you you, you you look in the spoon and everything's upside down. It almost feels like that. But you feel like when you're looking at it, the rotation of the machine in front of you, the device, is different. It's not just flipped visually. It's actually rotating differently. And you're hearing the as the whole thing is just almost redesigning itself. And along the outside, you see certain lenses kind of lining up in a, in a pattern. Ben, I would like you to make a single die body roll. I did hit my spirit number, which means I fail. No, if you hit your spirit number, it's still a success. Oh. It just means that you also get to ask a question. As you're looking through the lens, it tries to pull, like it just abruptly gets yanked. But since you had the tether around your arm, you had a good grip on it. It doesn't actually go anywhere. What is your question? Hmm. I don't really know. I'm trying to come up with <laughs> one. I mean, worst comes to worst, you can ask like the, call it the common sense question, you know, what should I notice? Or is there something dangerous or wh- I don't know, just pick something and I'll make it work. It sounds like this thing is counting down. Do I have any idea on how much longer until it gets into its final form? Not very at all actually because as you you look through the the lens and it's doing the reverse or whatever of its of what's going on in real life you're seeing that almost all of the lenses have come into place and at this point everybody can see that in the very center there seems to be a glow we've got Beltane we've got Mason what are the other two doing I think following the the failed shot on the ghost and realizing that Gable's not going to be able to shoot 
these spirits directly, she will turn her attention towards where Mason and Beltane had gone, and will will take the time to approach the neutrino wand still in hand and kind of peer over, bring yourself up to speed on this uh, spinning contraption. Okay. Desmond is feeling rather curious about the reaction to the slime. And I'm actually going to take one more shot, but not at any of them in particular. I'm just going to try to slime up the ground a little bit in front of the part of the path of the loop. Okay, go ahead and make a two-die roll. Uh, one success. Okay, so you're spraying kind of in an arc around you. And you notice that on the plain cement walkway, nothing happens, nothing changes. But as you spray kind of toward the fountain, there's an outer laying kind of pebbly pattern around the fountain. When you hit that portion, there's kind of that same kind of hiccup in the spirits immediately around it. If the fountain was the center of the pie chart, where you hit with the slime would be like on that radius out that section of ghosts have the hiccup. Desmond's going to furrow his brow and start running over to the rest of the Philly Busters to relay this information. Um, Make a one die body roll real quick. Oh, goodness. Nope. That was a super fail. I rolled a six. Okay. Uh, Just because this is for, for kicks and giggles. Oh, I'm going to slip in the slime, don't I? You hit the slime. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how you want to go flying, but you uh, definitely have some skid going on. Oh, no. I'm, I want to I wanna just go flying in the most embarrassing way possible. I'm going to lose my employee manual. It's going to fly off and fall into the fountain. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a mess. And there's a ton of clicks of flash... <laughs> From everyone's phones in the crowd. This is going to be all over. G- Gable's going to just kind of reach so down funny. and help yeah. pick you back up onto your feet. You're supposed to throw coins in the fountain. Brush off a little bit of the slime on your sweater vest. <laughs> Please note, listeners, I did not do that. <laughs> I let them narrate themselves. Well, it was funnier. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, if anybody looks back to Joanna, she is not watching the fountain. She is watching the man approach again, and the woman face him, and they're having their conversation. And she's not saying it aloud, but you see her kind of moving her mouth along like she can still hear it, but she's more aware. And then, all of a sudden, she grabs her side with both hands, and just screams in pain and collapses. And at the same time, we see that the figure of the man has also collapsed, and another figure is moving away from him. And as that happens, the fountain clicks into place and starts glowing brightly. I think maybe I should shoot it now. Beltane's, like, at the base of the fountain at this moment holding on to the glass it's like quick 
get it, get it, slime, slime it, zap it. All right, I'm going to cut loose then at the uh, the device in the fountain, see if a proton stream will do anything. All right, you know the roll. I need below. I remember how this game works, so it'll be three successes. Woohoo. Yeah. Okay, so you hit that fountain beautifully. Like, you shoot between your teammates. Nobody is near getting scorched. You hit it, and your your proton stream just wraps around it beautifully. But the fountain doesn't stop what it's doing. It slows down. But what's happened is now the proton stream kind of retards the process, but you can see that it's almost undoing everything it just did. And behind you, the man rises from the ground. And the other figure kind of comes back as though he's preparing to stab again. But this time, there's no connection between the two figures. As in, they just, like, the knife blow misses? Or, like... Yes. Okay. You, you see the, the man, instead of getting stabbed, twists to the side to face the person. And the fountain clicks and tries to continue back into the new pattern. I think... Hmm... This is when I wish I did have a question. <laughs> uh, I think Gable is going to let the stream go, given okay. I just changed the the memory a bit, and see for a second how that's playing out, kind of looking back over her shoulder, but ready to fire again if things start getting, well, weird from our perspective. Everybody make a, a one-die body roll. Oh, no. Oop, fail success. Oh, super fail again. Die, <laughs> go away. Stop rolling sixes. So Gable succeeded and nobody else did. So maybe it's because Gable was paying attention to what the what was happening specifically with her proton stream and the fountain. But when she pulls it, it's almost like things sped up to get to where it should be. And as it clicked into the new place, there's a shockwave. And everybody that failed is knocked on their backsides. Oh. Back into and the slime! <laughs> Beltane has lost the lens. It has gone into the fountain. And the glow has doubled. Um, how far down is it to these lenses in this machine? How, how big a drop are we talking? The actual machine has lenses on layers. Yeah. So think of it as those gyroscopic spinny circles mm -hmm. there are lenses on every layer and the specific lens that beltane just lost went to the dead center okay and it seems to be what is is generating most of the light at this point and behind you the riot has begun you still don't hear anything joanna is still passed out but what seems to be happening is all of the individuals are converging on one person, but they're not killing anyone. They're, they're detaining him. But what's also happening is you can feel the ripple effect of a temporal distortion beginning to spread. I might have altered history. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
I mean, if you want to make a, a knowledge roll, I would give you a two because you are trained. Sure. And if our scientist wants to do something about that, since this is a device. Uh, Gable looks very confused. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to... I mean, I don't know what your thought process is right now. You, you, you see the spinning and the glowing and the riot happening, but not happening like you were told it happened. Yeah. And we tried to shoot it. Right? Yeah. Uh, We've inspected it. We didn't slime it. We haven't slimed it, which does work well. did work well on um, Joanna. It usually works well on Possession. Yeah. How viscous is the slime? Like the standard movie slime. It's 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 kind of, kind of sludgy. Yeah. The actual question is, would it gum up moving parts? It could. It, it certainly could because I'm operating on the slime blower having the slime tethers. Hmm. Which is, I guess we should have had more time to talk about what the gear can do since not everybody has the same conceptualized knowledge of what would be where. Mm. That's fine. I feel like Desmond had still been recalibrating himself after having fallen in the slime when Gable shot the first time. So, yeah, someone wants to tell Desmond to take. Hey, Desmond, shot. try and slime it. I guess <laughs> Maybe we can make it stop. Desmond will stand back up from having just fallen back into the slime again, and attempt to gum up the machine. Is it still two dice? Yep, still two dice. Because as far as I know, you're still management, not ground forces. Holy moly. Is that a good holy moly? Nope, it isn't. I rolled two sixes. Six (laughs) dice. All right, how would you like to fail, since you seem to enjoy narrating this? So Desmond is still very disoriented. And as he lines up his shot, he notices the employee manual that he had dropped into the fountain and it distracts him and so his shot goes wide and does not slime the machine. I will say though, the the arc of the slime does hit more of the circle around the machine. So there are more ripples in the image around you. Beltane and Mason, do another roll. How many dice? I'm gonna say three each because you're you're in your wheelhouse. That is three successes for me, then. Three successes and a spirit. Ooh, very nice. Uh, Well, what you get from the successes is, while Gable said she thought she changed history, you realize this was the point of the machine to begin with. This was an orrery that was meant to sync up with a certain point and then change it. Like, do you mean literally change time or just... Change history. Okay. And occult-wise, I'm going to say, Beltane remembers it's kind of based in Europe. There's a, a kind of steampunky secret society that believed that if you could measure the immeasurable, you could change it. And if, effectively, you come to the same conclusion that that's what this was made for. But I will ask for your question, Ben. Weird secret society saying, if you can measure everything, you can change it. We still have one stabbing going on, but the person is being <laughs> mobbed and 
taken in for rest instead of apparently being like taken apart by the crowd or whatever. My question would be, how much of the slime is close by this already? Like, is there still some of it there where one could use it as a material component for a semi-ritualistic spell? You actually have access to as much slime as you want, effectively. You uh, have a teammate wearing two tanks of compressed slime on their back. (laughs) So there's plenty kind of strewn about the place. But you also have a virtually unlimited supply. Wait, was that your question for me? Yeah, that was my question. Okay, you don't need to ask that. That's something you can just see. Okay, then I I am drawing a blank as to what other sort of question, because I'm... How do we stop it? <laughs> I'm still on the let's destroy the machine that seems to be causing harm. Okay, so in a flashback to um, a book that you read regarding this particular society, you knew that they did most of their work with metal and glass, but to get any particular unit functioning to full capacity and give it the strength to make the change permanent, there was a specific piece that needed to be included, elsewise everything would unravel and revert. I I assume that's the necklace then? Yes, that is the crystal. Yeah. The reader. I guess I'm not sure what we what options we have available that have that we haven't tried because we've tried breaking uh, it. Yeah, I I think we two other options that for for the listeners uh benefit came up in in chat namely that our proton pack and our slime blower do have some additional functions as per like the Good old Ghostbusters video game, the proton pack could fire a boson dart, and the slime blower could fire a slime tether. We could try to either like tether the the contraption if we're trying to stop by directly, or just try to essentially a bigger explosion and see what that does. The last one threw us into a different, essentially, timeline as far as I can tell. But a boson dart might do the same or worse we don't know it didn't seem to do any damage to it so but like the tethers might literally stop it buy us more some more time but also doesn't stop the overall thing the other idea i had i was asking about how far down it was in the lenses is could we try to take a piece off of it again and stop it that way considering what it seems to be there for which is changing uh, the past do we really want to stop this? Since it seems to be trying to stop uh, stabbing. That's the question. But then mm-hmm. what are the ramifications? Yeah, the repercussions could be... Well, like, you all have seen Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What I will say is when Gable fired the shot with the stream, it was deflected by the movement and shape of the circle. It's kind of like almost like a Faraday cage. It, it deflected your effort from going deeper. So I, our, I think our options might be at the moment, do we let it play out and see what the consequences are? Or I could aim directly for the middle. I don't think we can take the risk that the consequences are going to be like small enough 
So I think we should try to stop it. All right. And I don't have any other thoughts about how to do that other than, yeah, shoot, shoot good. Any, any other? Okay, since this is sort of a metaphysical thing, causing a resonance with the past and with this murder that happened causing a riot, one of the things that I'm kind of thinking is that energy could be used against this thing. And Desmond, Mason, and Beltane, we could work on holding the spinning loops in place, giving uh, Gable a clear shot. Okay, kind of the the team effort thing. Yeah. Help sort of take down the shields. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm game. All right, what I will ask for is one more roll from each of you on this particular task. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is I missed, so. Yeah, that's true. The slime yeah. hasn't actually come into contact with the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. So you got you got another shot at it then. If you guys can make it work, except for maybe Desmond, I'm not sure how this will work. <laughs> Look at your characters. Okay. And pick something to do that is directly related. Directly related to like our roles, you mean? Your roles, your style, your goals. You are at the crux of a temporal distortion that could be nothing or it could be everything, which is basically how all of the spiritual world functions. You never know how big it's going to be until that explosion happens, which is why, as uh, Mason was thinking, stopping it is the safer bet because that should restore equilibrium. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't know what that cascade is going to be. Okay. I think I know mine, but I kind of have the easy job here. <laughs> and my part will probably need to um, come last. Oh, wait, you said accept Desmond. I, I potentially accept Desmond. I think maybe cautious comes into play. I don't know. Think about who you are, who you've been playing, and how they would approach this potential, you know, everything's world ending in the... Um, I, I got an idea. Ghost world. Uh-oh. I, I got an idea for you, Ren. So, so you want new equipment anyway, right? And you're also you're you're, you're the what the the go for you wade into the fountain and just smash the machine with my equipment so it breaks. Kind of, I was thinking like dropping the tanks or opening them up and just letting it fall into the machine, and letting the the force of it spinning around do the rest. You lose your tank, but you wanted to do that anyway. Yeah, and what's her name is passed out, so she'll never know that I did it on purpose. Exactly. <laughs> There has been so much we can get away with with the fact that she's passed out and we can just... Oh, that lens on, on your, your little machine there is broken? Yes, it definitely was in this in this battle. Yep. Alright, so, so that's that's my idea for you, Ren, on how to make, make using the slime a little bit more desmony. As soon as you said that, as soon as you started speaking, Christine, I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> This is just going to be wholesale so destruction. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what Ghostbusters is about. If you if you don't destroy everything, if you really busted a ghost. But we're destroying helpfully. Exactly. Mason? I got a... Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Christine. No, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm just trying to help, help everybody out. I think I've got an idea for you, Ben. I'm wanting to do a ritual with the slime that you missed. Yep. Yeah. So we're waiting on Mason's final decision. Yeah, I've been staring. I've been trying to figure out how regulation comes into this. 
I mean, if that's <laughs> the piece you're choosing, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I can't diplomacy it, probably. It is an inanimate object. Um, I don't know that diplomacy is something that will work. Could you theoretical science or freak magnet it? <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to think of a way to use one of those in a fashion that is functional. Um, aside from just kind of like being support or something. I mean, support's fine, if that's how you want to roll. Currently, what I'm looking at is it'll be Ben, then Ren, then Christine, and you sliding in somewhere. Maybe you could do something to interact with the the crowd. We have a lot of onlookers that could be in danger. So how close are the pedestrians? <laughs> They're not very close. Um, okay. There are ordinances in place in pretty much anywhere that has a Ghostbusters franchise that advise, nay, requires uninvolved parties to step back a certain amount of yardage. Actually, so speaking of uninvolved parties, somebody should probably make sure Joanna's okay, going to be okay during this. Given that she's kind of somehow connected psychically, I'm not super confident that she'll be safe while we're busting it all up. Or even if she is now. Right. Yeah. Well, do you want to be on that job, or...? Yeah, I can leave the smashing things in the capable hands of you three, and I'll go check on her and, and try to get her clear, perhaps, or if I theoretical science know things that have some have some inkling of in what way she may be in danger, I can try to mitigate that. Okay. In that case, I'm going to do you, Ben, Ren, Christine. Okay. All right. So, quick setup. The machine is rotating and glowing, and it is bright and terrifying. You're all currently standing in or around the fountain. Pretty close to it, you can feel the thrumming of its movement in your chest and in your ears. To one side, you've got Joanna. She fell over, holding her side. You would guess it's, it's related to the fact that, you know, she was psychically connected to somebody who got stabbed. Mm-hmm. But you're not sure where that left her, even though time is changing. Do I know anything that blocks psychic resonances? You know, I said you had two more uh, doohickeys in your pockets. Yeah, one so of you've them was a used one. <laughs> one of them was a bullhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Which in my mind was a keychain-sized bullhorn. I mean, maybe. So, second one. It's a psychic tuning fork. It counters psychic resonance with its own psychic resonance. <laughs> so you, like, hit it on something and stick it in her ear? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, it doesn't, sounds like a plan. It doesn't make a sound, to be clear. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. It, um, I have to hit it on something psychic. Wait, no, that's silly. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a tuning fork, <laughs> but it's probably made of something weird, like wood from a tree that grew over a child's grave or something. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so I take it Brandon, out of my pocket. Do that thing you do. Uh, how many dice do I get to do the thing I do? Everybody's going to get three. Okay, cool. Um, is this is this mind for me? Yes, because you're you're figuring out what you're doing. Okay, three successes with one of them being spirit. Okay, so narrate for me. How, how are you going about this? So I, I run over to where Joanna is and, and get down on the ground to like 
sort of try to get her up on her feet if if it seems like she's remotely lucid. If not, you know, I take out this stick. Basically, it's carved, but this fancy stick, basically, that looks in a cursory fashion like a tuning fork with three prongs. And I jerk it around in the air for a moment. And when you're close to it and it starts to do its psychic resonance and thing, it kind of makes your brain feel sort of tingly but hopefully will also sort of drown out whatever resonance she's feeling naturally kind of kind of create interference she'll have a bad headache when she wakes up but uh <laughs> i imagine she will already so yeah and and so i'll i'll wave that around a bit and and hope that it kind of jars her awake so that we can get out of dodge as needed which brings me to my question <laughs> What is she in danger from? At this point, she is just basically caught in the tide of this temporal disturbance. When you use your tuning fork, she starts to kind of, it's that slow eye flutter. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, just like coming out of a faint, she looks up to you and she says, you shouldn't be here, but then she kind of shakes her head and, and says, Mason? We need to go now. Oh, okay. She's no clue what's going on, but she's she'll roll over and kind of push up. She grunts like she still hurts on her side. Sure. Uh, but she will follow you. If, if you are helping, she will definitely lean on you as you make your break for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll help her up and help her move as much as needed. All right, Ben, let's see your... your. I got thinking about that, and it might be more useful. Desmond is going to be throwing the cases of slime in, or however Desmond's going to be doing that. <laughs> what I'm envisioning for Beltane is uh, essentially slime mancy is about the best thing that I got. <laughs> Ew. Doing a ritual on the slime to get the slime to be even more effective at stopping this thing. Okay. So cool. I got thinking, have a Desmond go then Beltane. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, I mean, slime is basically uh, a corporeal form of reactive psychokinetic energy, so that tracks. As Desmond notices that Joanna is being roused. Uh, he is going to start wading into the fountain to go start wreaking havoc on the machine with the slime. And I had to roll body, right? Yes, this would be a body roll. Okay. Which is equal to an under. I picked two different dice. Yes! Three to three. Hey, um, wow. I was gonna say, you technically, I said everybody gets three, but, um, you don't really need it. Okay, uh, so what does Desmond do? Do you just chuck the whole thing in there, or do you uncork it and have it spray? What are you doing? I am going to hoist it off of my back, uncork one of them, spritz it all over the machine, drop it in the water, and the other one, I'm just gonna 
take a look over at Joanna. She's not paying attention. Good. Smash the machine a little bit with the tank. <laughs> and then run out. <laughs> okay. Unavoidable. Completely, I'm sure. Beltane? So, as Desmond retreats from the fountain, Beltane's still lying in the fountain from when the shockwave came out. He's going to rest himself up onto their feet, look at Desmond running out, give a bit of a smile, take the match that had been in their mouth, and (laughs) flick it, getting it to start to light, start chanting. And waving their arms around in circles with their hands going into particular shapes as they start moving around the place where this Ari is. As that's happening, the slime is rising up from the bottom, latching on to the different spinning rings within. Getting some of them to line up accidentally, but also snapping a couple of them exactly backwards so that it isn't completely in a fully working fashion. So the machine is halting at best. Yeah. Like, all the rings are lined up. They're just not in a functional state. And now there's pretty much a giant dartboard for Gable to take a shot at. Okay. How many successes did you get? I haven't rolled yet. Oh. (laughs) I thought I just missed it. No. Uh, I got two. One being a okay. spirit. Okay. Um, would you like to ask a question or make a suggestion at this point? Uh, since we're... Not that I can think of. Okay, so uh, how about we throw that spirit in as uh, a fourth die for Gable? Sure. All, All right. right. All right, over to me. So uh, Gable is going to step up to like the the edge of the fountain there sort of balancing on the the edge staring down into the machine she's gonna say i don't know if our future is any better but it's ours and uh going to flick the neutrino wand over to the boson dart and start to really brace myself uh there might be a reason why i haven't used one prior to this might have to do with uh some of the Ratty technology here as the makeshift proton pack charges up and we see the golf bag is starting to burn and the plywood on the on the neutrino wand is starting to go up on fire and she launches a large like globule of proton energy down into the the fountain as basically the makeshift proton pack Part of it like explodes, like maybe like the bottom of the golf bag comes out and a bunch of equipment falls out onto the ground oh in the wake of this. That's for you, Desmond. The fire's in, for in- Leslie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I got four successes, one of which is a spirit. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, you succeeded. What is your question? Just real quick. My question is, will, will Joanna... Pay us back for her lost equipment. (laughs) (laughs) She better. Well, seeing as Joanna just manages the paperwork and assigns the bills and doesn't pay them, technically it's a no. But you've got a pretty good feeling about this. Okay. (laughs) So your boson dart flies in. As you watch it, you see the lenses on the outside 
of this orrery just flare with the brilliant orange of of the the charged protons and it collides with the lens the reader that was at the very center and it just explodes and what you see is two explosions one is just the proton dissipation expanding and then as it comes untethered from itself kind of like a firework just phasing out of existence it's exacerbated lightwise by these lenses reflecting and refracting everything but a second layer you see is almost like crystal itself superimposed over the explosion where it shatters and spreads and then suddenly retracts and reforms and then disappears and everything in the immediate area goes dark it is now late at night and all of the street lights and the signs in your area are completely without power you see on the other side of the river there's some boats kind of plugging away and you can see some cars on the highway and on the bridges but where you are is dark and silent I throw the match that is almost down to my fingertips into the slime, catching it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the slime that is encompassing the bottom half of this device just lights like gasoline. And then it just burns hotter and hotter and hotter. And you have to walk away because... I'm going to light a cigarette as I walk away <laughs> from it. <laughs> Do you want to use it to light the cigarette? Uh, yes, that's what I also mean. Like lean over, let the, the burning slime light it and start walking away, slinging the remains of the proton pack golf bag back down onto the ground since it's, it's never covering that a fourth time anyway. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so. Gable and Beltane stride away, backlighted by this flickering mass of just insane heat. And you can hear the, the orrery itself is clinking, and it sounds like it's dripping and fusing. And it's just this beautiful mess that just flares into this insane fire, and then after only a few minutes, dies back out. What you do know is that you do need to get further away because the fumes from burning slime are unhealthy. <laughs> um, quite unhealthy. Further back, you will see that Joanna is sitting on the ground next to Mason, just watching in horror. And as Desmond approaches, I'm assuming you're walking up like you guys are regrouping. Yep. Sure. She looks up at you and she looks back at the petering down wreckage behind. I will approve all gear replacement requests within reason. Yes, yes. While you were <laughs> indisposed, there was a great deal of mayhem. Let's let's just go. I've I've got reports to file. And as you approach the crowd, there are just wave after wave of flashes of people taking pictures. The one person that you kind of figure was was the one yelling just goes, Woo yeah 
Ghostbusters rock! Filibusters rock! And he runs in front of you, does that, that quick skid stop, and takes a, a selfie with the five of you behind him, and then runs away again. I, I think, like, the second before the uh, the camera goes off, maybe Desmond, like, takes the cigarette from Gable and <laughs> throws it back. Get your own official Fillybusters gear at fillybusters.com. We have a tricorn hat branded and everything. <laughs> Who makes those? <laughs> the days of the internet. Anybody can make anything. We have an enamel pin Kickstarter coming soon. So as as you pass through, the, the crowd does spread apart for you because, well, they just watched a pretty epic showdown. Also, you smell terrible. <laughs> you get back to the lunchbox, and Joanna gets behind the wheel and says, I'm hungry. Let's go get a sandwich. And then kicks it into gear and drives into the night. Yeah, I could go for a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. We're in Pittsburgh. I know that's the joke. <laughs> What's really the I joke know, is if was, you're purportedly was... from Philly and you're calling it a Philly cheesesteak, you just oh. outed yourself. What's anyway, it called? Is it just called the cheesecake? It's just cheesesteak. a cheesesteak. So, he says, let's go get a sandwich and drives into the night. Yeah, you can get a cheesesteak. The end. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to this final episode of The Hunting on the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Ren, at Atomic Firebird. Don't actually go try to find the Philly Busters. I didn't actually look to see if those were real things that other people had. <laughs> Uh, just made it up, so don't go bothering people. Also, a make-believe live. Nope. What? Also, a make-believe info. I was about to say, it should be info, I believe. Well, it's make-believe live on Twitch. I, I make-believe that it's make-believe info. Make-believe! I'm done. <laughs> and you can find me, Christine, <laughs> on Twitter at 12th Night. That's when to TH Night with a K. And remember, kids, smoking isn't cool. Yes. Good. <laughs> Good, good, yes. <laughs> That's good Good information. Good Good to have. Uh, uh, you can find Leslie, the unreliable narrator and tragedy in three parts, over on Twitter at GS. Actually paying attention this time. And I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Ken, or on the Twitter for my Star Trek actual play, where Christine also is at Endeavor Show. With a U. With a U. <laughs> and we're all at theheidianway.com where you can find previous episodes you can find more bleh, bleh, bleh. oh really it's That's 11 <laughs> mm -hmm. I apologize That's fine. you can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts plus you could really help us out by rating, reviewing and subscribing 
We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash thehidingway. Finger guns. Or it's you can toss a cred to your podcaster at ko-fi.com slash thehidingway. We super have to change that. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's been, I just it's been a mistake. I realized <laughs> that I actually do a lot of finger guns while we're recording. And then there are your bloopers. Are you clapping? Are I couldn't tell clicking? if that was a snow clap or a slow clap or something. No, cracking that was knuckles. that was me cracking my knuckles. Sorry. <laughs> Un- unrelated to the events in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, no, the, still that, that was Mason getting down to business. <laughs> no, Mason was the ghost all along, and now it's, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well done, time. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could defeat I, me, but it was really a trap. How far up? Desmond falls into the machine. No! <laughs> Uh, it's very gruesome, but it gets the job done. It's really so dark really fast. We've, we've saved Pittsburgh. We're just, <laughs> we just need a new intern. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, then. As Skip... No- <laughs> do, do, do. We have an enamel pin Kickstarter coming soon. I mean, I assume Desmond does it because Desmond's the intern. <laughs> <laughs> well, Desmond is the gopher. Yeah. Welcome, yes. welcome to point. the Ghostbusters. Your first job is to sew these patches onto all of these tricorn hats. I I am the accountant, the social media manager, <laughs> the coffee getter. I probably have to go buy Gable her cigarettes for her. <laughs> you know what the scariest part is. Smoking kills kids. No, I mean no. it doesn't kill kids. It, That's like it, number two I, or three, maybe. Worded that terribly. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, smoking uh, slime is way worse. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your uh, Desmond is paid in exposure. <laughs> oh, Ooh, no, uh, no, no, uh, no! We're not even that. Desmond low. was brought on board for nepotism. <laughs> Desmond potentially has the best salary out of all of you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I probably make more money. Than you. Maybe, unless it's one of those situations where somebody's dad is like, "Oh yeah, Desmond can do it for my for for you, my no, friend, gosh. my good friend," and he'll be proud oh. to have you as a reference. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably more like that. <laughs> do do do. What's anyway, it called? Is it just called the cheesecake? It's just cheesesteak. a cheesesteak. I'm a Virginian. I've only lived in this region <laughs> for a couple, a couple anyway, of years. 